was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. survive Christmas, silent night, deadly night. Welcome to How I Met Your Monster, the show where we discuss the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. I'm Zach. I'm Danny. And I'm Casey. Um, okay, I have one thing to say before we get started. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I have a confession to make, you guys. Oh my god, guys, here it is, our How I Met Your Monster confessional. Let's hear um, it, Casey. <laughs> I, uh, I thought it was a different movie. <laughs> I've never I've never fucking seen this before. Me neither. Oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. I thought it I don't know if I was thinking of like Black Christmas or what, but I was like this is this is not what I thought this movie was. That's yeah. so funny. I had heard about it and I had seen like I'd watched like I guess like I don't know, not horror documentaries, but I guess YouTube videos where they would mention it and like show scenes, but I never I don't know, I guess Put it all together. Mm-hmm. The full Put narrative, it I guess. It's just a fucking fuck weird movie. Yeah. It's fucking weird. But uh, before we get into that. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about some uh, some new horror content or just new movie content. Because I've watching? seen some new things. So first of all, as I already told you guys that I showed Matt Scream for the first time. Uh, yes. mm-hmm. which exciting it was very exciting um he had no clue and i couldn't believe it wow yeah it, i couldn't i was like it's so rare this well thing. you it told is. us you were like i'm not sure if it'll have that much of an impact yeah you know, like if but, it, he'll be that reactive to it but, but he was and he he didn't have a clue and like i said he thought that it was dewey because of scary movie <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and he just kept saying that to me and he kept saying out loud, I think it's Dewey and Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and she's like just when she sees uh Ghostface in the bathroom, she's just like psyching herself out and she didn't really mm-hmm. see him and all this kind of stuff. Um and then at the end, he thought it was um Stu, Billy, and Jamie. And then um, um when he realized it was just 
Stu and Billy when they were like stabbing each other and screaming at each other in the kitchen. He's literally on the edge of the couch. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is so good. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, that was cool. So I'm excited to watch the rest of them with him and hopefully, and go see, hopefully he can come with me to see Scream 5. Oh, that's um, incredible. So I watched that. Um, Danny, I believe that you have seen Old, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched Old. Don't give anything away, please. Well, I will give one thing away, and I am i know that you don't agree with me, Danny, but it might have been the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Oh, man. Okay, well. <laughs> I don't know if Zach wants my opinion on it right now. Well, I mean, I'm excited to see it. I know you've seen it, and I think you've said some good things about it, but... Um, I said I some good things it. about it. Oh, so, oh okay. Some <laughs> you're, um, you're right. I did say some good things. Well, I mean, Zach, you some know what the things. premise is, right? I know that people go to an island and somehow they start aging right. rapidly. Yeah. That's, that's all I know. Yeah. That's all. Okay. I thought that the acting was not very good, but I think that it's just in that like circumstance, it's kind of hard to take seriously to me i guess mm-hmm. so i don't know i just thought it was very... m night Shyamalan has been criticized by some for how he writes some of his characters yeah i think sometimes he gets it so right you know like the sixth sense obviously yeah um signs but he does this he creates these sort of for better or worse and i guess it's just like a personal taste thing but he creates these like caricatures because, like, everyone in his movie, like, represents something so specifically. Yeah. Like, he's he's all about symbolism. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think, and again, this is just my opinion. I do love a lot of his movies. It, he does it, like, to a fault where it starts to feel a little artificial. And yeah. it can take you out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I did get that a little bit from old. So, yeah. I totally there was, see where you're coming from. There was some stuff that I did like about it. I just couldn't take it seriously, I guess, mm-hmm. in that aspect. But Is the um, acting kind of like the acting in The Happening? Not, no, it's. I don't think he's ever gone there before, after, you know, before or mm-hmm. after. I think The Happening was like... <laughs> in a world of its own. That was a weird, that was a weird, that was weird. Um, um, yeah. No, because so, you have like these great actors in it, like Gail Garcia Bernal is um, the father. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's ever put in a bad performance, but they hit these notes sometimes. And I think it comes down to like telling that kind, you know, t- I don't know. I guess it depends on the sort of story he's trying to tell. So you're trying, he's trying to say so much yeah. in like an hour and a half. So they're hitting these emotional beats that maybe don't feel that. I don't want to say artificial, they don't feel fully realized, I guess, because mm. you don't have enough time to digest everything. So yeah. it can, so he can sort of like puts everything out there. Right. Um, it's like almost forced at that point because yeah. he's trying to get to the point. Yeah. Instead of like yeah. leaning into subtleties and stuff. Because yeah, it's, for such like a high concept movie, I feel like you don't have to match the performances or the character. I don't like. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of contrast. It was like everything's out. Yeah. Um, thrown at yes. the wall. Everything's there. He's using everything. Um, and you kind of have to just like, yeah, I don't know, take it. <laughs> I also didn't realize that Rufus Sewell, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that was Rufus Sewell. And my friend was yeah. like, 
man, time has been good to him. I'm like, what are you talking about? Who is that? And she's like, he's that guy that plays like weird villains and he kind of has a walleye. And I was like, what? Rufus Sewell? Like I knew who she was talking about immediately. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does look cute. Casey, are you a fan of Rufus Sewell? Yes, I do like Rufus Sewell. Did I ever tell you I got to sit at a table and interview him? No, that's awesome. Yeah, at Comic-Con. I got to talk to him for uh, The Man in the High Castle. Oh, nice. Um, And I I will say he was one of the friendliest people I've ever met. Really? He was like such a gentleman and he was very like, he like was just kind to everyone. Yeah. Aw. Good on you, Rufus. Yeah, you always hope that'll be the case and it's always nice when it is. That's awesome. Um, We've been, I've been talking about the last couple of weeks, like wanting to find a movie that made me really uncomfortable. Oh boy. Did you do it? Did you succeed? Well, it's really, really weird, but honestly, it was Little Monsters. (laughs) 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 Is this the first time you've revisited it? Revisited it? Yeah, since I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. And it made me uncomfortable when I was a kid. um, And I remembered a lot of it for not having seen it in a really Mm -hmm. long time. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And even Matt was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is so weird. Like, <laughs> well, Howie Mandel is doing this like Beetlejuice thing, like uh-huh. super yeah. over the top and like trying to be comical like Beetlejuice. And then their fucking underworld is like Tent City. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's made out mm-hmm. of pallets and it's so dark. And I think that like the lighting in general, I don't. Red lights make me really uncomfortable mm-hmm. okay. for some reason, and it's all lit with red down there. Yeah, and then boy, he does. He just freaks me out. Like his makeup, how like you can see around the edges of his wig mm-hmm. that he has this like fucking skin face pulled over. Yeah, <laughs> his he's real like, face. Yeah, when you see like the back of his head, it's yeah. always like, ugh. It's, and there's that dude that like his. His henchman Snick. that is Snick. Yeah. And he's like, when he like gets torn apart and then put back together. Yeah. Dude, I don't know oh, why. Yeah. That movie freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Like, God, I'm having like flashbacks. I haven't seen yeah. it since I was a wee lad. Snick. Don't worry, listeners. If you are wanting to be as freaked out as Casey, we will be doing Little Monsters as part of our PG Horror Month. Dude. Um, <gasps> coming up i mean it is still good i really still enjoy it but man it really did freak me out yeah i don't know why so good though it Need him, got him, got him, need him, got him, got him, need him, got him. baseball cards baseball cards <laughs> yeah oh but okay because of that movie when i was a child i discovered one of my favorite songs of all time that is still one of my favorite songs of all time it is on the end credits it is called Road to Nowhere by the Talking Heads. Yeah. And it is amazing. Yeah. Um, Matt really loves that song, too. Mm-hmm. When I was watching the movie, he was reading. And, like, when that song came on, he just turned his head to the TV. He's like, Talking Heads? <laughs> you know? Like, he didn't say anything the entire time I'm watching it besides, why are you so uncomfortable? And all the song. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> man, such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Danny, have you watched anything? I just last night I watched The Omen 3, The Final Conflict. For oh, the first shit. time. Okay. Okay. Because uh, Jimmy Neal. and I are getting through the Omen franchise. Okay. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, it was, it started off a little slow. <laughs> like Jimmy and I, while we were watching it, we were like, if 
they cut this and they moved this scene here and they did this. This would be a really cool story. <laughs> so, <laughs> <it was> a, <laughs> everything about it. Yeah. It kind of has, we were talking about how it sort of has the exorcist effect where I feel like certain horror films, especially religious ones that came out after the exorcist tried really hard to be sort of be taken seriously, but where the exorcist kind of got that right, but was still this like super effective horror movie. I think these movies like confused serious for boring. So mm-hmm. it was like, let's talk about really serious things yeah. for a long time. And then we'll show like little moments of like action, quote unquote. And this movie does pick up by the second act, but it's like by the time we got to the second act of the movie, I was like, oh, that should have been the whole movie. Yeah. That should have <laughs> been it. Like what a fun story. Um, but yeah, so I watched The Omen 3. And then I also, I watched, I've been watching a new show that I never watch anymore. And I wasn't going to mention it because it has nothing to do with horror. But then I thought the title refers to what characters in horror movies try to do. And the show is Survivor. Mm, I've never watched Survivor. <laughs> that was, You took a long time to get there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, as I usually do. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never seen any Survivor Um I'm sure that it's one of those shitty reality TV shows that I would probably really like. It's genuinely very entertaining. Cody's apparently a big Survivor fan. I didn't know this. Um, (laughs) But we have Paramount Plus and like all the seasons Mm -hmm. are on there. So he was watching it and then I got pulled into it. And I knew I was hooked when immediately I was like, wait, what? What? Who do they vote off? And then he was like, oh, you're in. I was like, damn it. Yeah. Um, I gotcha. What about you, Zach? Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm going tomorrow. I can't wait. Okay, here's what happens at the end. Okay, yeah, tell me. Lay it all I, out. Haven't, I haven't even seen Far From Home. So, um, Is Far From Home the one with Mysterio? Or... Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the second one. So I didn't see that either. Oh. <gasps> so what? And this one opens, at oh, which, which I can only assume was like the ending of that one. Mm-hmm. But... I totally follow you can you totally follow the story. You don't Yeah, I mean to, there's not um, like Marvel movies in general, comic book movies. You don't need a whole rigmarole. But yeah, so like during like even before the opening credits come, you hear like Mysterio's voice and it's like clearly like the end of the previous movie. Um and it was so good. Yeah. Oh, that's it was awesome. Yeah, I had a couple of people actually text me and tell me how amazing it was because you know i used to like love spider-man so everyone's like yeah. um how have you not seen the second one yet like, but yeah dan i think uh i think you'll enjoy it it's oh good it's a lot of fun there's a lot of laughs a lot of emotion a lot of action it's good is there any web slinging um a little bit oh good <laughs> not as much not as much as you would think from a spider-man movie but, yeah a little bit of web slinging <laughs> are there any tight suits in it <laughs> mm. I think he changed his outfit. I think he went back to the original one that Toby Maguire made out of sweatpants and a sweatshirt. <laughs> just so wears, no. He's just wearing like baggy pants. <laughs> when he fights Bonesaw. Oh, yeah. You're going oh, nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> I got right. you for three whole minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you sounded a little piratey there. <laughs> I got you for three whole minutes. <laughs> three <now>. whole minutes. <laughs> uh, Do you guys think it's time to meet Santa Claus? Yes. You know all about Santa Claus. He brings presents to all good boys and girls. <laughs> Your daddy told you that, didn't he? 
Well, I tell you something. Santa Claus only brings presents to them that's been good all year. To the ones that ain't done nothing naughty. Naughty. All the other ones. All the naughty ones. He punishes. Um, okay, so Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. 1984. Mm-hmm. Was protested beyond belief when this movie came out. <laughs> it was pulled from the theaters after two weeks and would not be released again until home video in 1987, I believe. Wow. Is it just um, because of it? it Santa was, raping a woman and killing a guy? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was basically because parents thought that they were ruining Christmas hmm. uh, because Santa has was seen in all the promotional material and all the stuff with like an axe and um it's awesome though <laughs> yeah um but parents uh, in the 80s ruined christmas yeah um but fun fact there's a little tie in here so silent night deadly night opened the same weekend as a nightmare on elm street and it surpassed nightmare on elm street's numbers what yeah that's crazy but Nightmare on Elm Street was released on less than half the amount of screens that Silent Night, Deadly Night was. Okay. Um, and also, the cinematographer for Silent Night, Deadly Night was a second unit camera operator on Nightmare on Elm Street huh. that same year. Wow. So Isn't that Lucky cool? guy, huh? Yeah. Lucky we guy. were just talking about how the movie actually does look like there was some effort put into it. Oh, yeah. Like, um, um, except I don't know if you guys watched the unrated version on Amazon. I was on Hulu. Okay. Uh, Did yours have on, um, Peacock? No, I'm just kidding. I don't remember. What I watched it <laughs> of course, you'd watch it on Peacock. Um, did yours have additional scenes that were clearly out of place? Yes. Okay. I mean, I feel like a lot of the scenes are out of place. No, no, like, well, like looked like it was done on a handheld, like shitty gotcha. ass camera, randomly shoved into parts. Yeah, so gotcha. apparently those were scenes that were cut to because of things being too graphic and just timing and stuff like that, like some story beats and stuff. There's some like conversation pieces that are just kind of silly that don't need <laughs> to be in there, mm-hmm. um, and they restored it. But then when they went to put the deleted scenes back in the film the original film wasn't stored properly and so it was damaged beyond repair okay and so they could put them in but it was like just like the straight raw shitty footage um and so it does not match up well with the yeah hd um yeah so so you could tell that was the original (laughs) yes well so the budget for this movie was only seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars really really yeah so part of that made me like it, it made my heart hurt a little bit because there are things that if they had more money, obviously, like one big thing that stuck out to me was that there were like wasn't that much snow on the ground when like kids were having a snowball fight and they were like at the end when they're like going around the orphanage and all that stuff, like how much better would it have been mm-hmm. if there was tons of snow or there was a fucking blizzard out while they're like mm-hmm. trying, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, so to that point, I did read somewhere that this was filmed between March and April. Uh, and so all of the snow was like melting. Yeah. And so they had to hurry up and film the exterior scenes before all the snow was gone. Yeah. 
but I did notice that like in the front yard of the orphanage, there's like, yeah, they're like having a snowball fight. (laughs) They're like having a snowball fight where they're just like picking up globs of mud and throwing them. So sad. Um, But it was because I was like, man, use your imagination, children. There would be so much more feeling, even if there was just Mm -hmm. snow everywhere and they could have afforded to either do it better at a time or have a soundstage or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I also wonder how, if they had a bigger budget if they could have like written a script or something <laughs> you don't think yeah this they probably could have this movie was like a lot of different ideas kind of like yeah. thrown into yeah. a hat mm-hmm. and then they're like okay what order are we going to put it in and what is it going to consist of it's just like <laughs> yeah like, to be all right okay so like the basic setup is that this kid gets like he gets traumatized by seeing a santa who kills people and then is triggered not by just Christmas. People, not just people. The yeah. Santa that killed and sexually <laughs> his, assaulted his parents. Yes. And now he's triggered by Santa Claus and Christmas. And then more or less kind of like becomes a killer Santa Claus. Which yeah. I love that idea. It's a fun it idea. Good. It's fine. Yeah. But there's so much more. Like I feel like there was so much more that the writers wanted to say. You know, because there's they, they really lean into like religion but then they yeah. also re- lean into sort of kind of petty crime but then they yeah. also lean into like psychology and like you know mental health and it's all and but but then it's like random killings but then it's very specific targets and it's mm-hmm. sort of like all over the place and there's really no story there's no the narrative doesn't really make sense because like a bulk of the it's it's kind of like uh it's like a patchwork, you know, you, you, yeah. it's like part of the movie. It's like a short film is the, is this segment about the guy working at the store. And then it's his time, you know, at the orphanage and it's his time on a killing spree. Yeah. I guess it's the opening scene, like the beginning with when the kid goes to see the grandpa. Yeah. Yes. And the grandpa fucking like, yeah, <laughs> comes to life. Like he's, I'm assuming he's faking it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> That was crazy. Why was he faking it? What did that happen? <laughs> was that because just to imply that like it kind of like ran in Billy's blood, like sort of like mental health issues? But oh, maybe. But he didn't oh, I share thought, anything. There, I it, thought it was just that he didn't like his son. Oh my oh, god, that could be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh fuck, they're here again. Yeah, he's like, I don't. He's committed though. He's not committed to his family, but he's committed to the bit. I also love speaking of the grandpa. I love how he's like, um, you think you know a thing or two about Santa Claus? Well, let me tell you what he's really like. And then he just describes Santa Claus. <laughs> he's like, he'll treat you good if you're nice. Oh, but if you're naughty, he won't. And it's like, yeah, you got it. Like, that's yeah, we it. know that. What are you telling me that I have Santa? <laughs> yeah, so after the grandpa scene, we get the robbery. Mm-hmm. Yes, Which, the gas station. Right when he shoots the the shopkeeper, I was like, "Okay, this movie is more than I expected." Yeah, yeah. same. In a way, like not in a good way. <laughs> like, oh, I was um, actually gonna. I was gonna say I was actually impressed. I thought they did like the grittiness of it worked for me. I was like, "Sure, I'm yeah, into it." Yeah, and didn't for, me. for the budget being really bad, like the effects were actually pretty good. The ones mm-hmm. that they showed. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. wish some of the deleted scenes that you and me saw, Casey. Yeah. I wish they could have left those in the movie or restored them for yeah. like a future release because yeah. um, what's her name? Denise played by Linnea Quigley. Mm-hmm. Her scene when he 
stabs her on the antlers. Yeah. Those deleted scenes where you see the antlers coming through the skin. Yeah. And like piercing through. Oh, That's that not in the cool. regular movie. Danny, you didn't see That's that. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I was going to comment on that later that there were these, that was like the best kill. And then it's even like kind of Christmassy with like a deer, mm-hmm. even though it's like not reindeer. like a reindeer. But oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, we're like looking at his face, looking at the kill. I'm like, okay. But well, I was know that it trying exists, to, at least. It's I was nice. trying to like see, I was like, oh, there were like a scene would start that was clearly a deleted scene. And I was mm-hmm. trying to think like, okay, where did it leave off? And when this scene is over, where does it pick back up? And then trying to like be, if I was uh, watching this for the first time, the original cut, like, yeah. does it even make sense? Yeah. Um, it does take it, just to, it. it's funny because that that's another issue that I had with the movie was that the opening kill is Billy's parents getting killed, right? That's supposed to be like the sort of catalyst to his whole yeah. like becoming a monster. But there's so much buildup to it. You know, you have like, the drive to the grandpa, which is like so unnecessary when you think about it, except for like, mm-hmm. again, it's just, a, you could argue that he's trying to give you some setup to like what Billy sees Santa as, as being like, not as nice. Mm-hmm. But again, he doesn't really do that. It's not really necessary. He could have like heard that in the car somewhere. So, and yeah. then there's like, we have to, for some reason, see the fake Santa, like, rob a store and kill someone only to sort of have this very sort of um i don't know like classic serial killer staging a fake car broken down on the side of the road only to like murder and assault someone we call that the bundy yeah <laughs> but it was like you don't need the robbery you don't need that because yeah that seems like a random killing or like he almost like wouldn't have even killed anyone but then you were like oh no he's like bloodthirsty and you know yeah it would have been better, I think, you're right, to not have the first one because I wouldn't have expected him to yeah. to kill the parents. Yeah. But then after seeing him kill the gas station attendant, like, yeah, of course he's going to kill yeah. the parents. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, here we and go. And you yeah. didn't need him to have, like, this whole setup from the grandpa. Just have them driving the car, and then that's how he has this perception <laughs> of But Santa I'm pretty sure the that. movie was only like an hour and a half long. So if they would have <laughs> yeah. like taken that out, like, you know, we'd be missing like, like 17 minutes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. But then when he like attacks the mom on the, on the street, when he ugh. pulls her out of the car and attacks her, I was like, it gave me like a, like a last house on the left kind of, yeah. like, just like gritty, gross. The hills have feeling. eyes. And I was like, I don't need this. Like, well, well it's, it's horrific. Cause it's, it's, it's it's kind of presented as like exploitation horror yeah you know it's yeah. supposed to be i don't know how to say this because obviously i don't but it's like they present it as like look at this naked woman and mm-hmm. but she's being attacked it's like this is horrible yeah. like there's well, nothing yeah. fun about this for uh, no you know billy right. can never look at a boob again oh that's that was true. the point of that i don't think they needed that <laughs> if no. that was like the end game i don't think it was worth i don't think the journey was worth the end but no but later he sees a booby and he freaks out he's like mom she's dead oh. <laughs> yeah that just makes me think the filmmakers just wanted nudity and they were willing to kind of like put it on they, put hey it man into the movie no matter i don't know they didn't show full frontal but later they did show billy's hairy butt oh they did yes yeah. they did um i love so what was that episode where we were talking about oh it was halloween three where we were talking about the time changes like the time stamps oh yeah in the movie 
they did that in this one too and it's like did they think we can't math <laughs> oh my god with the right? kids <laughs> well it was like it was like 1971 yeah. And then later it said 1974, three years later. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you, you meant thank because you <laughs> basically like 1971, Billy's what, five years old? His brother was a baby. Oh, okay? yeah. And then in yeah. 1974, his brother was like seven years old. Yeah. So um, when Billy is an adult and you see his brother still at the orphanage, He's that doing the math. That kid would be his brother would be fourteen years old. Yeah, and that, that kid, kid was not fourteen. Like years no, he was old. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. They like yeah. they they totally fucked it up because in the other, in the one before, he his brother would have been like three or four years old, and I don't remember. He has like a line of dialogue, and I was like, a three year old would not say that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that wait? Is that the line when he's like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "Your Bill, your your brother Billy's a nutcase." That's what's wrong. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing of like kind of putting things in here that are unnecessary and just make everything yeah. more convoluted. It was like you really have this. There's all this setup to the little brother, only for like that really pointless ending with him. Like he's also affected. It's like, Oh yeah. Well, in silent, in silent night, deadly night two, they run with that. And he's the killer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's, so one, two, and three are all connected. Four and five just use the name silent night, deadly night. They don't have, they're just their own movies. So, you know, there's not often that we see a monster in the making in these Mm -hmm. movies. And Mm -hmm. Billy lives in an orphanage. So, he, I don't think he has any control over his clothes, and he's clearly a monster because they made him wear those boots. Was well, he just wearing galoshes? Did you he's see out, those? He's going outside to those, play in the muddy ass snow. Those, those white galoshes. <laughs> I actually, to be honest, did not notice the boots. What? Yeah. You did it? I didn't notice I was that too they were focused white. On the mullet. He like steps in to like mm. frame just by his boots, and I'm like. Oh, who is this character? <laughs> Zach always is all about I'm the kidding. fashion in these movies. Yeah, He's our fashion, fashion expert. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so here we have a nice pair of white galoshes. Clear sign of a killer. Um, so after Billy sees Santa um, assault and kill his parents, um, like you said, it's a three years later. It's like that crazy time jump. He's at St. Mary's home for orphan children. And it is so infuriating to watch how he it's actually like, you know, you're talking about this being like a killer's origin story. He just needs help. He just needs like, he clearly like went through a very traumatic experience. And that's when we meet mother superior who Mm -hmm. is a fucking monster. Lovely lady. Oh, Oh, just a peach. Um, But it was like, didn't it seem like the nuns just like want to stir shit up? You know, like he's like, has like an episode and they're like, well, here's what we're going to, it's like, take it down. You are the adults. Relax. Sister Margaret was trying to help him though. Yeah, Yeah, she was. And it was Mother Superior who was like, he just needs discipline. I'm going to tie him to this fucking bed. Yeah. It's like sick (laughs) shit. But a lot of things like, I mean, that shit really does happen in religious places mm-hmm. yeah. and i mean i don't know like punishment is the cure sort of thing well there's even like religious like people have died from having exorcisms and stuff like that God, that's crazy. instead of getting people mental help they're yeah. like 
oh, you've got demons mm. in you. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's exercise you. Let's starve it's like, you. Look to at get this the phenomenon. Out. It's like, no, let's look at getting them checked into a hospital. Yeah. Because yeah. this is ridiculous. Like people will yeah. exercise and, and eat mm-hmm. better and all that kind of stuff. But like mental mm-hmm. health goes on the back burner a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. But I so think he's... a lot of people have a problem admitting that they struggle with mental health. Well, oh, well that's the thing is because yeah. there's such a like stigma. And so no one wants to admit it or you know, people who need the help um, don't admit it because there's such like you get looked down upon. Yeah. Well, and it's um, fucked up, especially because there's only a stigma because someone decided to right. give it a stick, you know, like to make it a stigma mm-hmm. to to tell mm-hmm. people that it was weird when when you really kind of like no matter how much. Even we have been conditioned in a way, you know, just like living yeah. in this world. You're just conditioned oh, yeah. to the fact that we're talking about it. It's just like it's so prevalent. It's there. Like we were exposed to that. It's just like if you step back a little bit and you look at it objectively, why would you kind of separate that sort of like healing or whatever from mm-hmm. any other part of the body? Like which, which is really just what you said. I'm just kind of like – yeah. Right. It just blows my yeah. mind. It Talking just it's it. so hard to like wrap my head around. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, I mean, right. if your it's... mental health is terrible, I mean, and a lot of things can also be psychosomatic, like physical mm-hmm. ailments can be psychosomatic from having mental health issues that you're not taking mm-hmm. care of and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I mean, if you're if you're not you might... feeling great, go talk to somebody. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't turn into Billy. No. Yeah. Not that it was or, his uh... fault. But, Even if you're yeah. not going to turn into a psycho Santa serial killer, <laughs> um, but you still uh, want to talk to somebody, absolutely. Yeah. Seek them out because yep. it's good for you. It's worth yeah. it. Um, but now back to killer Santas. <laughs> okay. Can I jump forward? Um, I don't know. 10 years no! or so. Oh, I'm sure. To Billy as an 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. Who is now apparently on a sitcom. That takes place in a weird fucking toy store. With its own theme song. <laughs> what was with that montage? So bizarre. Oh, the working montage? Yes. Yeah. It, it was, was like, good. Uh, it, was, it was so wild. And it's brighter every night. Everybody Straight out of an 80s sitcom. I liked it. I made notes. I was like, Billy's a badass at his job. He cuts open boxes like a boss. He's fixing crooked coloring books. He chooses milk over alcohol. He's just like the grade A citizen. Um, And then we meet Andy, the macho stock boy, who's like... The warehouse manager? Just a class act. Yeah, and he's got like that desk in the middle that was such a weird setup for a store uh-huh well seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like you could have just have gone to, to a store from. and looked at what it looked like behind the scenes <laughs> right but having the ability to recreate that uh-huh you know it was it, yeah. was, it was like an office setting but a department store but a stock room <laughs> yeah 
and oh. and so the thing that didn't make sense to me billy when he first sees the santa right the uh the department store santa and he freaks out and he knocks over the display and all this mm-hmm. stuff a day later maybe mm-hmm. maybe two days later they're like okay our santa broke his ankle ice skating or some bullshit billy i'm gonna need you to do us a solid you need to dress up as santa <laughs> yeah and he just does it yeah it's like drugs <laughs> just say no man like why didn't he say like you would think that like if he like saw the suit he would freak out uh-huh. or something. But apparently that's the scene I want to see. That could have been a lot of the movie was like the sort of that was his transformation of like putting on the suit and like accepting it and like deciding, you yeah. know, maybe he kills some people before he puts on the suit. He's just triggered mm. by the season. God. Yeah, it was like he just showed up in the suit and I was like, what? How did you manage to get that on, buddy? Danny, I think you should do a rewrite here. I kind of yeah. want to. I'm gonna call mine Silent Night with a K, and it'll be about he's he's he think he's afraid of medieval Santas. Ah, oh. and he wears a Santa <laughs> yeah. suit and armor. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, talking going back to like the amount of weird sexual assault in this movie, you get well in a little bit. You get Andy um, assaulting Pamela God, in the back room. This movie and that's where he like kind of snaps. Mm-hmm. But before that. You get this weird scene with that little girl on his lap mm-hmm. at oh, the yeah. thing, and he's like, and he's like trying quiet. to like be quiet. Sit yeah, down. tell her be to quiet. be quiet, and Stop. she's like struggling, and like, why didn't he just, why didn't he just like let her go? Yeah, why didn't he just go? Okay, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah, and like, and, and none of the parents saw this happening. Yeah, no, they did. Like, they were like, they were going. He's so good with kids. That's well, the, I know. No, they didn't see the struggle. And what's also weird is the girl's like afraid of him, but then after they they comment on the fact that he's so good with children, she's not like crying or anything. It was just yeah. all like really convenient reactions, <laughs> like to not draw yeah. suspicion yeah. to him. And it was very just like icky, very, yeah. very. You like, know what I mean? Yeah. Also, he's like whispering to her, but like in a very aggressive way, mm-hmm. yeah. which made it extra creepy. Yeah. Um Ugh. I do like that um the other nun she called the stock room and they were like, Oh no, Billy's dressed as Santa. She knew immediately. Yeah. He was she shows people. up after hours. <laughs> she doesn't even call. She's like <laughs> She's like, Oh, we put on a Santa suit, he's going ballistic. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, Oh, he's gonna kill tonight. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> And she was right. I have no proof of this, nor has he ever done this, but he's, this bitch going to kill. He's 18 the- now. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's time. It's time. And then Mr. Sims wants to get shit-faced. Yeah, oh my God. He closes the door and he's like, <laughs> what does he say? He just, yeah, he literally is like, I want to get fucking shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm not a huge party person. Uh, obviously, I wasn't alive in 1984. Um. <laughs> I've never worked at a toy store, uh, <laughs> but that was a fucking weird ass Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just like the two of them. It, it was, was whoever like, was happened to be there. That day. <laughs> yeah. But still, oh, like, yeah, there was the other the other people. There were like because, there were five people because Andy and Pamela. Right. Start, like, Andy, Pamela, the... Billy, Mr. Sims. <laughs> oh, yeah. speaking but, of Billy, I want to be like, Billy, relax. Take the suit off. Just like go home. <laughs> you don't have to be there. You right, don't you don't have, have to, to be in the suit anymore. The suit. 
take it fucking down a notch. <laughs> but he's just like committed. He's like, well, I'm here. This is going to happen now. I'm going to um, start killing I, people. I don't want to victim blame, but Pamela is sending out some mixed signals. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Not, not, okay. This is all you. Dan, Danny's she like, was. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I'm going to check you later. <laughs> she was. She like flirts hardcore with Billy. Obviously, they're they're into each other. And then she goes in the back room and makes out with Andy. Is it because he's the stockroom manager? Billy's not good enough for you because he's not the manager of the stockroom. Do you think maybe because Billy has that like weird sex dream that turns into a nightmare about her? Do you think that yeah. maybe like we're just kind of seeing his perception of her? Like maybe she's yeah, not being maybe. that much, and he's just like reading it that way. I'm gonna be honest with that you, Danny. Up. I don't think <laughs> that they thought of that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's very good. I like it. I think they were um, trying to like dissect like the complications of like uh, an altered psyche, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, exploring Angela and like what do coworkers Angela, really Pamela, <laughs> Pamela, <laughs> Angela, let's call her Pamela. Uh, <laughs> yeah um remember you said like maybe with the seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, i should have written a script yeah um i don't think that they thought about any of that in that way uh <laughs> i, I think that, that they just they just fucked up i agree but uh yeah so this is this is what's so funny about this movie is every time you think it's kind of going one direction it's sort of it's like no we're gonna do this now like because they spent so much time with like mother superior at the orphanage and all that and then we're just like here conveniently and then there's like this whole and then i was like oh the whole movie is going to be like this super or it's not supermarket but like department store like cat and mouse like slaughter like just oh you know well, like, see i thought that but i was i felt the i was disappointed i was like wait a second it all takes place in this department store yeah. I thought he like went out and did other things yeah well then he just goes to a random babysitter's house that's yeah. another then exactly like and then we kind of like we close that chapter and then he's just like yeah. happens to find someone who happens to be acting like promiscuous or just having sex yeah on Christmas on a pool Eve. table yeah. which is like <laughs> well we didn't we were talking about in the department store but we didn't actually even talk about like we oh, didn't no man. you're right you're we're going to get back to that in a second. When he turns into the monster. We are at the pool table, so I need to talk about the pool okay, table. Okay, let's talk about the pool table. When he says, two ball, corner pocket. Two ball, corner pocket. Yeah. Pool nice table. Line, what does that man. even imply? Is he putting pool his tables. balls into it? In her. In yes. Her. Yeah. But, okay, first of all, they, like, set up on that pool table. Uh-huh. Like, in my mind, now I've never had a sexual encounter on a pool table. Uh-huh. But oh, they're so think, sexy. You would think that that would be like a heat of the moment kind of thing, where you're just like, <laughs> "There's nowhere else to go." Jump on the pool he, table. He's yeah. teaching you but, how to play pool all sexily from behind. <laughs> grab the yeah. grab the stick but, like this. Yeah, but they were like they like set up. They had been there for a while. They were just like making out on the pool <laughs> he table. Deliberately wanted this setting. Cannot be comfortable. Well, okay, all. but here's the thing. Like, let's be honest here. It was a babysitter and her fucking boyfriend. Like, would you rather they did it in the parents' bed? Well, to be honest, okay, so, I did not even realize that they were babysitting or. 
these things are like going over my head you guys we're, we're, the girl we're starts coming down the stairs yeah over my head the girl the girl is shirtless and the little girl comes down the stairs and she's like go back upstairs don't be bad santa's gonna not gonna come get you tonight or not gonna oh, well no santa's not gonna bring you presents tonight you know yeah, i'm dying you know Santa who collects children. <laughs> Santa who comes <laughs> and picks up all the kids. Well, okay, what is with the dumb dads doing dumb Santa stuff? <laughs> on yes. Why was he climbing through her window? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. From the outside. And guess what? I don't think the mom knew. <laughs> Again. <laughs> now, so that led me to believe not that this is important and not that this is any fucking of any importance to the movie at all, but I, I'm pretty sure that this was like a dad, like the parents are divorced, like dad's not supposed to be there. Cause the oh mom the mom kind of was like, What the fuck are you doing here? Well, you yeah, because like, like even if you are gonna surprise your daughter, like walking through the bedroom door, don't exactly. climb in through a window. But yeah, right. But I don't think not the, even what I don't Santa think, does. I don't think I don't think Daddy Santa Claus was allowed to be there. That makes I don't sense. think he was allowed. He like, yeah. he, like <laughs> he like slips on the ladder, gets hung up and breaks his neck, and they're like, We smelled him four days <laughs> <We> later. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors thought he was a broken Christmas decoration. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so back to our main monster Billy the freaking out in the yeah. toy store. Um so he yeah. sees uh he gets um He sees Andy raping Pamela. Yeah, and he gets yeah. flashbacks of his mom and that's when he just like fucking cracks. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the first. That's his first real kill, right? Yeah, Movies. and somehow he gets like superhuman strength. Yeah, because he it's holds called, Andy up by one hand. It's called Santa Claus strength. <laughs> oh, Santa yeah. Claus strength. Oh, yeah. don't you oh, know that's anything right. about it? I, I mean, read about that. Um, you know, he can fit down chimneys and all that kind of stuff, and he carries those giant sacks full of presents that are really heavy, and he has reindeer. Mm-hmm. on his sleigh and well whenever um, he he's whenever really he's strong. riding the sleigh he's actually bench pressing the bags that's a lot of people yeah. don't know that <laughs> yeah 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 santa's workout routine so this um, is what i didn't like about this scene i thought the i actually do think that a lot of the kills in this movie are just fun even if like uh-huh. the execution or the budget doesn't really sort of have the payoff yes. maybe you want but there's like this really sort of discomforting mixed message in this first kill specifically because like sexual assault is depicted as horrible rightly mm-hmm. so but then it's also like i kind of mentioned this earlier how the victims are sort of like being exploited mm-hmm. and then billy kills the victim so oh, he's like right. punishing because... the victim so it's like yeah, oh you think you're she was on board. supposed to have sex with billy so why doesn't he just yeah. oh, well no okay no, I'm not going to because he's a crazy guy dressed as Santa Claus, Danny. Um, I so obviously this movie um, was very hard to take seriously in general, mm-hmm. uh, but then there's a shot. I think it is after he cuts up Pamela with the box cutter. I think it shows him, and he says that punishment line: Punish. "Punishment is good as is necessary." Mm-hmm. And the curls of his wig are just perfect around. <laughs> 
his hat. It's and a great I, Santa costume. I let out a good chuckle because <laughs> how do you how do you take that seriously? I didn't notice. Oh man, it was so funny. I didn't notice that specific detail, but I did acknowledge and appreciate the fact that his costume did look like high quality. For yes. like for the for the that setting for like this like shitty warehouse. Yeah, I do wish though that he would have worn the beard correctly. Agreed. Instead, uh, be yeah. Santa if you're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come He's on. not like a name actor where like you know it's like in every superhero movie like they have to take their mask off to remind right, you right, like right. That's a. I'm Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It's like right. no, be Iron Man. Um, <laughs> it's like wear the fucking mask. Yeah. Um, so okay what do we get we get um a strangulation by christmas lights for andy yes. yep. yep we have pamela with a box cutter yes is she the one that steals the axe and no. runs no. within no that's, that's mrs uh, randall yeah okay she gets the arrow yeah she gets shot with an arrow yeah and, then, and he, then mr sims is the one who gets the hammer to the head hammer to the head yeah okay yeah okay that was cool yeah all fun cool. kills honestly yeah mm-hmm. yeah and when when Mrs. Randall hides and stuff, I thought it was cool, but damn it, bitch, you came out too soon. Oh, when she threw the boxes on him? Yeah. Came out too soon, and then her execution of like what she was going to do with that axe made no fucking sense. Yeah. She runs to the door. I'm like, great. Hit the glass Throw on the, the bottom axe. of the door yeah. and just run out. But she runs mm-hmm. to the wall and like <laughs> faces it as though to like you're facing like a a monster. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, pivot to the left. Yeah. Like, pivot? Pivot? Here we go. Pivot. 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 Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. But that's what's oh funny God. is, again, I'm going to... I. I am repeating myself like nonstop. That was the most frustrating part of this movie is there's no momentum. We keep like there's these chapters and we keep closing the chapters instead of one of those characters like Pamela, which would have made so much sense, could have been like the quote unquote final girl of that scene. You know, she could have escaped Mm -hmm. and then he could have chased her and in chasing her happens upon other victims or something. Right. Yeah. Like, why are you killing everyone? Like, brace yourself, you know, like, and pace yourself. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, well, I want to know why he, he, like, how did he find that house? Like, why did he pick that house? Exactly. Yeah, I, just, I I mean, there are, there are serial killers who just randomly choose. But the yeah. fact that, like, they were doing the thing that he hates is, like, he was, trigger. Yeah, and he wanted to punish them. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I know that they were about to have sex and stuff like that, but it's the middle of wintertime. Why was she wearing Daisy Dukes and a tiny shirt? <laughs> I That's what I wear during wintertime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, there was a fireplace going on. No, I don't care how I don't care about how warm the house is. You're not wearing Daisy Dukes in the middle of winter. It was a Christmas gift. <laughs> it was a Christmas gift. Her, a poorly timed Christmas gift. From Tommy. Who, mm-hmm. Tommy, okay. Mm-hmm. You get the very cool kill. Um, which might be cooler in the unrated cut where you get um, Denise getting hung up on the antlers. Mm-hmm. When Tommy comes looking for her, he sneaks into the living room and she has to be like 
right in his direct line of sight. Yes. Like not even peripheral vision, just like right yes. there. <laughs> his I don't see anything. Oh my god. But he's like, if this is some kind of joke, I'm gonna kill her. He's like, she's already dead, bro. <laughs> she beat you to it. My question is, could you not just call 911 in 1984? I know. They didn't have phones back then. <laughs> no, it, he called he tried to call he called the operator to call 911. Oh yeah, that's right. Again, missed that. Yeah. <laughs> what a dummy. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, then we get to that really cool scene actually where Billy confronts the little girl and was like, "Have you been naughty or nice?" And he's like testing her, and she's like, "No, I've been oh. a good, I've been nice." Oh. And he's like, "Are you sure?" So you're yeah. like, and he's holding the box cutter, and it's like, "Oh yeah. shit, is he gonna kill her?" But then yeah. it's almost like worse when he gives her the bloody yeah. box cutter as a gift yeah. and just leaves. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the sled riders. Oh yeah, yeah that uh, really this, pivotal this, <laughs> arc in the like, movie. <laughs> group of, of of children who are gonna go sled riding with this uh thirty year old man. Who <laughs> <laughs> like screams a lot? He's like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I miss something? I saw two kids and then there was like two older kids like kick them out <laughs> kids, and kill their kids. Sled. Is pushing it. Yeah, the one was clearly <laughs> not a kid. <laughs> Let's be clear here. I said these guys, I said they are too old to be sled riding. And then no. I said, then I thought, they're also too excited to be sled riding at the same time. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, no, the bullies are too old to be sled riding Children. or oh, bullies wait, in general. That's what I'm talking about. Were yeah. The, were the little kids supposed like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, okay. Next, Let's start over. The one bully. Wait, the scene like starts with two young old. men. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay, who are supposed to be children? Okay, for all intents and purposes. And they're supposed to be kids, but you're saying that they were much older than kids. Yeah. But okay, not, and not then, the kids necessarily. The bullies. Then the bullies come in, and you're saying they're older. Yeah. I would okay. argue that the bullies were older, and one of the bullies in particular was not just older, but old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he, he was a man. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all very eager about sledding. Yes. And, and um, that hill is not even no, that fucking crazy. It's not. No. It's like there's it's a like, huge uh, buildup. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. We also have to mention the fact that the scene opens up where, like, solely I'm sure just for the like the stupid joke where like he's like, oh, it's virgin snow, and he's like, yeah, it's the only virgin. You're a virgin, blah blah blah, whatever. <laughs> but it's not virgin snow. Yeah, there's no. no. There, it's it's muddy the snow. hardest Again. snow I've ever seen in my life. You can even hear like they didn't even change the sound. Like it's like yeah. hard crunching, and they can hardly move over like the divots in the snow <laughs> that don't move like, because they're, they're going, so hard. They're going like half a mile an hour down the hill, and they're like, and it's yeah! not even a, it's not even a hill. It's like yeah, an, a slight decline. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I don't know, 20, 20 degrees might be pushing it. Yeah, yeah. And they're like screaming. They have to grease the sled just to get a little bit of movement. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. And they're losing their minds on this sled. Like, they are. They're, they're so cool. excited. In the middle of the night, too, on That goes Christmas back to Eve. if they had a better budget, mm-hmm. they would have snow on the ground. That was well, the yeah. movie. If they had a bigger budget, they could find a steeper hill. Yeah, they could have. 
One time, this uh, is all we could afford. We can't <laughs> afford that kind of slant. One time, I went sled riding. There's a place called Dead Man's Hill in Springfield. Uh huh. And I sled into a dead deer. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's cool. horrific. That's cool. <laughs> Again, it's just this like very convenient placement for Billy. He knows exactly where to be in this movie to get yeah. these like very. Like, he's killing all the quote-unquote naughty people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another very convenient uh, thing about this movie is that um, in the next scene, the man who is playing Santa Claus is deaf. Oh, that's right. Oh, and wait. Oh, of course he didn't hear them. He's deaf. Yeah. There's no setup to that. At least introduce the character earlier. So it's like, oh. Oh, it must be him. They didn't have the budget. Oh, yeah, yeah, they didn't have the budget. Like, we were like, going to do that, but we didn't have the budget. Yeah. Why did the police officer have to stay so far away? Like, why didn't he... Why did he have to shoot him in the back? Yeah. Because like, cause they thought he was Billy. He literally wasn't <laughs> doing anything aggressive, though. I could yeah. see if he was, like, running for well, it. Well, Billy was also really good with children, so... That's fair. Yeah. He's like, sorry. He's like, I made a mistake, sister. <laughs> I know. He's like, sorry about he that. My bad. Killed the fucking priest. You killed the priest. <laughs> and then the later, the Mother Superior <laughs> later on is talking to the kids and is like, stop pouting. Like, <laughs> the, seconds have passed since a cold blooded murder in front of them. <laughs> They're not, it's not pouting. They're grieving. This is PTSD. <laughs> This is like a life-altering event. Yeah. They're all going to grow up to be little Billy. Yeah. yeah. That's the sequel. That that would have been a sequel. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like they... Uh... <laughs> okay. It is time for the conspiracy oh, no. theory oh, no. of the week. Let's do it. You're telling me that NASA is going to kill the president of the United States living our planet. Not exactly the kind of thing a Secret Service agent can like just throw himself on top of. The whole Vietnam War was fought over a bet that Howard Hughes lost to Aristotle Onassis. Our third issue this year, conspiracy theory. All those kids grew up to be the Santa Claus ring of criminals from Jingle All the Way. Oh my god! <laughs> right? Oh yes. my god! Actually, that's the it's your best conspiracy. <laughs> It needs no explanation. That's it. It's done. No. Especially because when you watch Jingle All the Way, you're like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yes. People. They were all kids are they from still the dressed up like Santa? <laughs> yes. That's perfect. Um, okay. God, that's that is it. airtight. That's it. That's all that's there is. conspiracy done. theory. Moving on. Yeah. Proven. Um, so, Wait, let me get okay. Arnold on the phone. I'm texting him. Yeah. he's he's He sent me a, a nodding gif because you can't nod on a text. So he's saying, he said, yes, that's that's it. <laughs> Danny, are you eating a cookie right now? Put that cookie down now! <laughs> Put the cookie down! <laughs> it's uncanny. Okay, so then Billy makes his way to the the real Billy, not the, the deaf real priest. Billy. Yeah, uh, makes his way Father to O'Brien. the orphanage, and uh, he's about to take Mother Superior down. Well, before that, he kills that cop. So oh, the, the cop goes like in that. Yeah, cellar okay. yeah, and then in and the when cellar. he comes back up, Billy's outside and just hits him with in the chest with the axe. That's right. Okay. Um, and then when he goes up to the orphanage, I'm like, 
I was really upset by the fact that he wasn't like covered in blood because like how much cooler would that have been to have Santa come up holding this kid's hand just covered in blood. But that the suit was probably a rental (laughs) because of the the budget. So (laughs) they're like, what if like, no, 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 I know. But what if no, no, but we couldn't. We can't afford to get that dry cleaned. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. But it, I thought it would have been a really cool visual for him to just be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what okay? What it's bothers me the most is, um, how in the end, you know, it's that final standoff that you're waiting for. It's Billy versus Mother Superior, and then <laughs> I Billy's... love versus. I love that you said versus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final like, SmackDown. I think it's like round one fight. <laughs> Mother Superior down. like gets out of her wheelchair. Oh my god, I can picture it. She's got like a rosary as like yeah, her. She like as a whip. Around. <laughs> yeah. She's got a rosary as a whip. And like he's just swinging boy. the axe around. Dude, Mortal Kombat 12 downloadable characters. <laughs> Mother Billy Superior. And, Santa and Mother Superior. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Although that would be wonderful and I would probably play as Mother Superior just because I could. I hate that she's sort of like featured as kind of the hero of the story in a way because she's really not she's the reason yeah. why billy is the way he is and in right. the end billy's like gonna kill her and then get shot in the back again also cops stop shooting people in the back <laughs> hey man <laughs> like, police brutality Santa. is just as real as it was back then god yeah. it's like you literally just made a mistake have him turn yeah, around you, first. Yeah, you literally just shot somebody. <laughs> this 10 just minutes ago. happened. You literally just shot Santa in the back. <laughs> yeah, <ago>. yeah. <laughs> but I do, I hate that. I hate how it's sort of like, I don't know, it's almost kind of presented as though Mother Superior is like at peace. Like, it's done. We got him. It's like, no, bitch. Like, <laughs> you are the one who needed like the comeuppance. Like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, like one of the bullets should have <laughs> the come up and um, one of the bullets should have missed Billy and hit Mother Superior. <laughs> yeah, right in the or heart. Like go, imagine if it went through him and like hit oh, her. Yeah. So it was like it was fate. It was double like whammy. Divine intervention. Like in, uh, in like in Indiana Jones when he has the all the Nazis lined up and he shoots the and they all fall over. Remember yep, the scene was just Last like Crusade? Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Santa's dead. Two, both Santas are dead. And then um, we kind of spoil the tw- the quote unquote twist at the end, where like Billy's little brother, he's like, yeah, naughty. Yeah, so we have a new like, monster eh, in the making. Okay. Which, yeah. uh, if we ever do Silent Night, Deadly Night two, um, which I hope we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time to go over our favorite Silent Night, Deadly Night reveals. Are you guys ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, Casey, go first. I said that I, I said that. Speed <laughs> round, go, quick. <laughs> Casey, um, go. <laughs> I said that I was ready, but I really wasn't. But I mean, I guess it would just be to the sled riders because he was just in and out, you know, short. Okay. Short and snappy, just like this has to be. Go, Danny, go. Uh, uh, I just have Billy's mullet. <laughs> what? What? We're what? not that doing the real monster. Here. No, that's the best reveal. <laughs> That was my favorite reveal. I genuinely like was like paying attention to every moment that any version of a monster showed up on screen. And I'm not going to lie, like nothing really kind of like 
blew me away. They were mm-hmm. very unimpressive, just in yeah. my opinion. But the one thing that stood out was when Billy aged up three years in 1974 <laughs> and uh, had a mullet. So okay, that's my choice. Zach? Sorry. Um, I'm going to pull a Danny here and say I don't know if this really counts, <laughs> but I'm going to say the grandpa. So wait, for the first oh, time good. ever, Danny didn't say that and his answer was the mullet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew it counted. <laughs> okay, so this definitely counts. Mullet. Hair. Okay, so the Hair. grandpa. I thought the grandpa scene was crazy. Yeah, That's I like it. Okay, now it's time for a segment that I like to call the real monster. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not a monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. I'll go first. Uh, mine's kind of rude, but it's Billy's hairy ass. And also, they could have shaved, <laughs> shaved his ass and put it on Mr. Sims. Because for some reason, his hairline is back here, and then he just has a tuft right here. So you want tuft. Mr. Sims to have Billy's ass hair on his head? <laughs> yes. Well, they didn't have the budget to buy a wig, so they just shaved right. Billy's ass and right. put it exactly. on Mr. Sims' head. Exactly. <laughs> I miss the ass hair. I remember the other guy's ass, but not Billy's. Uh, uh, you are thinking of, you're confused, because whose other ass was shown? When little Billy is spying on the two people having sex at the orphanage. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, the two people right. having sex on a mattress with no sheet on it. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. why are there adults at the orphanage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Danny, what, who do you got? Um, I have two. Okay. I have uh, the nuns refusing to actually help Billy. Okay, that's serious. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. But then I also have the film's music supervisor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they probably didn't have one. Well, they didn't. I checked IMDb because I was going to name drop them. <laughs> there is no music supervisor. Um, did you notice that all the songs, I made a note of this and we just never talked about it, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, oh, I just said, are these Christmas songs real? I've never heard them before. <laughs> um, and then there's literally a point where the radio DJ says, that was always one of my favorites. And I was like, what? What is it? <laughs> but then at the end, they actually sing like a classic Christmas song. So I was like, what? what? Open with that. Lead with the real one. And then like weave the fake ones in if you can't afford them. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that stood out. Okay. Okay. Um, I had a couple. I had, um, well, Billy's Boots which you guys didn't seem to think were that big of a deal, but I was taking Filler it back. white galoshes. I was taking um, it back. Billy's ass hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then I had, okay, here's probably the two real ones. The parents for leaving little Billy alone with the grandpa in this weird yeah. hospital. They're just like, stay right here with your cat, who they thought was catatonic. They're like, stay right here with him. We'll be back. Like, what? <laughs> you don't you think he can't talk you think he doesn't know what's going on you're just going to leave your kid and the other thing that also has to do with children in danger um the real monster was the parents for just holding the baby on their lap in the front seat of the car oh which, yeah again going back to last week's episode when we say it was a different time and all that stuff um, was it though well i don't think it was you know they didn't have car accidents back then 
Well, like oh, car seats. Oh, okay. Car accidents. Car, yeah. car accidents like, didn't start until 1985. Right, right. Okay. But like little kids used to like ride in the front seat. And yeah, I guess I remembered it. I remember that. Um, you know, oh, death yeah. mobiles. Um, all right. Do you guys have anything else to add about Silent Night, Deadly Night? I will say it wasn't as – it was cheap and not great. But it wasn't as cheap and not great as I was led to believe. As, I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. As it could have been. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, see, I always thought it was not as cheap oh. because like the po- like I remember seeing the posters for mm. our video store had like all uh, one through five of Silent Night, Deadly Night when I was a kid. And so I had seen that the Santa Claus with the axe coming out of the chimney. Yeah. Um, and I always thought it was going to be like a bigger... Gotcha. Bigger budget or yeah. yeah, and it wasn't. Well, I guess maybe you know. I'm literally just thinking of this now. I think the reason I thought it would be worse was because I always associated Silent Night, Deadly Night with one of the sequels where there's that famous video where it's like Garbage Day. That's part gets, two. That's part that's two. part two. Okay, that must that must be Ricky, oh, the brother that grew gotcha. up. Yeah. Okay. We used to watch that clip in, a lot. in college. Uh-huh. <laughs> Garbage day. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Garbage day. Huh? No. Ah. <laughs> um, but I do love the posters for... Um, all these Silent Night, Deadly Night yeah, movies. Yeah, I do too. Um, the second one is like a Christmas bulb and like you see the reflection of like a gun coming in and there is um, part five is like the, I think it's called the Toy Maker and you have mm-hmm. the little kids sitting in front of the closet with all these stuffed animals that have like evil eyes. That's cool. Um, and they're, they're, they're cool. But uh, okay, that is all the time we have for Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, don't forget to follow us on social media on twitter at i met your monster and on facebook and instagram at how i met your monster and uh where can we find you guys on social media danny you can find me on twitter and instagram at danny salem two m's like the candy casey where can we find you i'm on instagram at wolf mother casey oh oh i forgot sorry (laughs) that's okay you know wolves aren't always in unison no and you guys you're my pack exactly so We got your back. Pack attack. Pack attack, got your back. <laughs> if you're enjoying the show, we would always love a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. We even put a very convenient link for you in the show notes. Uh, just follow ratethispodcast.com slash monster. Make sure to join us next week when we are starting our Problematic Parents Month with Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. Santa's watching, Santa's creeping. Now you're nodding, now you're sleeping. Were you good for mom and dad? Santa knows if you've been bad. There might be a treat for you in Santa's bag of toys. But Christmas won't be fun and games for naughty girls and